Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host for this little program on which I play 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. I say I play 78s from my collection, but today's a little bit different. I'm very pleased to welcome back a guest host who was here with me a little while ago on another Shellac Stack program, Jihoon Sok. And so before we get started, Jihoon, say hello to everybody and uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello uh, from um, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and uh, it's good to be here again. Um, I hope um, you liked my presence here before, and um, I'm hoping to um, entertain you even more with some of the stuff that I got. <laughs> well, last time you were here, we listened to a selection of classical and operatic records from your collection. This time, I think I see you've pulled out some more pop and jazz-oriented things from your shelves. I see the names of Bessie Smith and Fats Waller, Isham Jones, Big Spiderbeck. I'm looking forward to today's program. What have you got first? So let's start with um, Al Bowley singing Judy. If a voice can bring Every hope of the spring, that's Judy, my Judy. If I say yes, but you're wrong in your guess, that's Judy, my Judy. If you hear her call in a soft southern roll, hi, stranger, that's danger. If you're smart, watch your heart. She'll upset most any fellow's apple cart. In a hundred ways, you'll be shouting her praise. She'll let you, she'll get you. When she sees you fall, she will tell you that's all. You rate you, you bet you. Then you'll know all the heartaches of a fool just like me. If she seems a saint and you find that she ain't, that's Judy sure is your bone. Shouting her praise, she'll let you, she'll get you. When she sees you fall, she will tell you that's all. You wretch you, you bet you. Then you'll know all the heartaches of a fool just like me. If she seems a saint, and you find that she ain't, that's Judy sure as you're born.
Hal Boley singing Judy. What a nice way to start off the program. It welcomes you to this edition of the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, and I'm here with Jihoon Sok, and we're listening to records from his collection today up at his place in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Jihoon, where did you pick up that record, or do you recall? Um, I think I got it from eBay, actually. And uh, and this is a British Decca pressing, which usually it's pretty crackly, but this one kind of th- uh, turned up nicely, and uh, I, I really love this record. It's a beautiful performance. Indeed. When was that recorded, do you know? Uh, it was recorded on um, August 21st, 1934, according to my uh, research. All right. <laughs> well, what have you got next? So let me back up a little bit for this one. Um, so this is uh, a private recording uh, of Annette Hanshaw, another like great singer that I uh, like. As I said, this is... A private recording has never been uh, uh, publicly uh, publicly available, as far as I can tell. And uh, so this was recorded. These two selections that we are going to play are were uh, was recorded by um, were recorded by her husband, I believe, in the in the mid uh, in the early to mid nineteen fifties. And uh, we don't know whatever happened to the discs it's, uh, themselves. But uh, a friend of mine in Richmond, Virginia, Roger York, uh, had. Uh, had a tape copy of it, and he just forwarded me um, uh, some time ago, and you know I'm happy to introduce them here. All right, let's listen to Annette Hanshaw. You said in the early 1950s. Mm-hmm. Here she is. <laughs> stars to go by a sweet song of heaven just you and I when we're alone from all of society we'll stay loose we'll live in propriety there on the roof to heavenly we will be in truth When we're alone We'll view life's mad pattern As we view old Manhattan And we'll thank our lucky stars That we're living as we are In our little penthouse We'll always contrive to keep love and romance forever alive. In view of the Hudson, just over the drive. When we're In fact, I'm mad about sweet simplicity The things I've done were unintentional I crave conventional domesticity I'm sure your reward would be commensurate If you could relent 
And let me venture it Then pies I'll be baking And rugs I'll be shaking And beds I'll be making For you Cooking and spicing And spreading cake icing To make life enticing For you I'll do the rocking Each time the baby cries And now and then I'll have to change his Well, his lullabies Although it's a grind, dear Somehow I won't mind, dear When I am housekeeping for you
Well, we started that set with a very interesting recording of America's sweetheart, Annette Hanshaw, but not the Annette Hanshaw of the 1920s or early 30s. That was the Annette Hanshaw of the 1950s, which I don't think I've ever heard before, and probably nobody else has. I don't think she was recording much at that time. Yeah, of course, she completely left her career at this point, I believe. Um, so these are, as I said, uh, privately recorded. I'm still looking for whatever happened to the uh, originals. Wow. Her voice really hadn't changed that much. It's a, a little bit... Uh, Slightly darkened, but I kind of yeah. like it. So, Oh, that was wonderful. Penthouse Serenade. And after that, oh, <laughs> wonderful Bessie Smith. Bessie Smith. Complete uh, change of scene, but I love it. Oh, I love it too. Those growls in her voice. That mm-hmm. was a, a famous, famous record. Give me a Pigfoot yeah. with some good jazz sidemen on that, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Um, um, it's one of her like uh, last recordings, I believe. Um, I hear Benny Goodman in Benny there. Benny Goodman and, and like the Buck. I, I think the original says it's Buck with, uh, and his band or something like that. But anyway, yeah. So. Oh, that was terrific. Bessie Smith. Yeah. Well, for those of you just joining us, my name is Brian Wright. I'm here with Jihoon Sok. We're listening to records from his collection on this edition of the Shellac Stack. And Jihoon, you've picked out a real favorite of mine to listen to next. Um, this one has a real soft spot in my heart. I suspect oh, you know of that. <laughs> of course. That's why I uh, like, got it for, uh, for you this time. So this is going to be Big Spiderbeck at the piano, yeah, right? Big Spiderbeck piano, his only published piano solo recording in a mist, of course. Um, with we I, I, obviously for uh, for most people who will listen to this program, it has no like I I don't need you know more like explanations for it. So let's just hear it. Let's All just right, it. let's take a listen. Thank you. 
it up or tell where it's at.
Okay, so we ended our uh, segment with Fat Swaller uh, playing and singing uh, Fat Swaller's original E flat blues. This is uh, on a HMV pressing, which usually would be very crackly for, but some uh, some reason this one was incredibly mint and silent. So I I'm really happy to own this one. Before that, we uh, heard this famous recording with Coleman Hawkins with Janga Reinhardt on the guitar uh, playing Stardust. Uh, this is um, a Japanese Victor pressing, by the way. Um, so I, when it comes to like pressing, like I just go for a lot of like different, you know, like um, you know, varieties sometimes because I kind of love to see all these different, you know, issues and like and each pressings have, you know, their story as a as you know like a physical like thing. So yeah, I love to collect them. So right, and we started the set with Big Spider back in a mist, but the label doesn't say in a mist, right? It says yeah, it says Bixology. Bixology. Or yeah, That's so a, I don't know who came up with that, but um, yeah, but some pressings, some European pressings, and uh, this particular one is actually Australian pressing and very silent pressing too. But um, yeah, that's how I say it. So. They had those nice laminated surfaces oh, on those Australian yeah. pressings, and it is interesting to me to find records from around the world that used imported masters, and just to see what selections recorded here in the U.S. were being issued in far-flung places like Australia or Japan or Korea or South America. I mean, really, there was quite a remarkable output of material that made it all over the world. And sometimes you find the strangest selections being issued elsewhere. And, of course, the couplings might be completely different with the American or European counterparts. So that's also quite interesting sometimes. Right. Well, what have you got for us next, Jihoon? So uh, this is another like record that I kind of like a lot. I especially like the sound of it. Uh, it's you know it's not exactly a swing record, but it's kind of like a pre-swing, you might say. That's how I see it. As uh, Isham Jones and his orchestra playing um, Blue Prelude. Uh, oh, I love this record. It's oh, got yeah. a really moody, atmospheric yeah, sound to it. Yeah. Oh, Let's this is it. a good one. Here's Isham Jones and his orchestra from the collection of Jihoon Sok, Blue Prelude.
Isham Jones and his orchestra, Blue Prelude. Was that one of those Gordon Jenkins arrangements? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it probably was. That's a really masterful record. Probably the most common, we were talking as that record was playing, probably one of the most common of Isham Jones's Victor records, but with good reason. It's yeah, a nice, course. nice I mean, record. It's a nice race record, indeed. Yeah, now, oh, I see what you've got lined up for us oh, next, and yeah. this is a neat record. I'm a little envious of <laughs> of you for this one because I would love to find a copy yeah, this of this is, one. Uh, this is something that, you know, like uh, not everyone can come up easily. So this is a record called uh, I Didn't Know by Gene Colquette and his orchestra with, of all people, Big Spiderweg again. Um, this record was also never issued um, like for commercially. And um, of course, there are many like uh, legends and stories about why it was not issued. And supposedly, Eddie King, one of the executives who were at the session, didn't like the sound of, you know, you know, Bix playing. So it was rejected and never got issued. But sometime in the 1960s, they found the original metal parts for it. And unfortunately, it got some corrosions on it. So um, sound-wise, it's not as, you know, good as the other one. It has some swishing in early on. But it kind of stops right before Bix does his solo. So um, anyway, I'm very happy to own this one. This is a vinyl pressing, of course. I don't have originals or metal parts for that matter. Uh, it came on, on eBay with a bunch of other like uh, vinyl pressings. And uh, I'm very happy to own this one. Yeah, I, I first heard this record on an early 60s RCA LP. And the liner notes mentioned that it was the very first time Victor had ever used a damaged master on a record of any kind. Because yeah. normally... A damaged master would be tossed out tossed or rejected, out, yeah. but they felt this one was important enough because it it has a brilliant solo from a very young Big Spiderback. This was during his first tenure with Gene Goldkett's yeah, band. Yeah, I think he like just he just joined the band right out. I mean, right before I mean this recording was made. So right, he had just joined the band and then he left the band shortly after this record was made because he couldn't sight read very well. Yeah, apparently. And so he was released and he went back to Davenport, Iowa, I think, for a little while. And uh, was sort of kicking around and then came back, back to Gene Goldkett about two years later. Mm-hmm. And so from that earlier tenure, this is the only record that he made with Goldkett. Yep. And there's some other good folks involved, too. You'll hear Joe Venuti on violin. I think Tommy Dorsey and Jimmy Dorsey are in the band on mm-hmm. this selection as and well. And some of which I'm pretty sure you will hear again at the uh, in the later in this program. Oh, Okay, well, we'll look forward to that. So here's Gene Goldkett's orchestra recorded not far from where we are here in Ann Arbor. This was recorded over in Detroit in 1924. Thank you. 
Desperados love the quiet round about 12 o'clock And if there's action, we might spy it from a secret nook On the ferry boat dock, it's a wonderful night for love, mystery and adventure There'll be thrills and excitement with a jack-o'-lantern moon above But if we can't find the mystery and adventure, it's still a wonderful, wonderful night for love. Round about 12 o'clock And if there's action We might spy it from a secret nook On the ferry boat dock It's a wonderful night For love, mystery and adventure There'll be thrills and excitement With a jack-o'-lantern moon above But if we can't find The mystery and adventure It's still a wonderful, wonderful night That was a record I might not have expected to follow the Gene Goldcat. I didn't know. That was Joe Stafford and a record she made called Love, Mystery, and Adventure. And that's that's on the flip side of a bigger hit. Yeah. It was uh, from 1951, of course, and uh, it's a very common record, I, I gather. Was but... it Shrimp Boats on the other side? Yeah, of course. Shrimp Boats. Yeah, yeah. I th- uh, but, you know, like, because of that, you know, because of the other like side, it's kind of like like because the other side was so tremendously popular, it's kind of eclipsed. But I like in popularity. But I think it's a wonderful, wonderful piece, and I love Joe Stafford. I'm I have my soap spots on really husky sounding early 1950s, uh, late 40s, early 50s. You know, like um, female vocalist. So oh, she I, was terrific, yeah. Oh, yeah, and and such a sense of humor too. But that's mm-hmm. uh, for another conversation. Time, yeah. <laughs> and before that, of course, Gene Goldcat and his orchestra in 1924. A recording made in Detroit, but not issued at the time. It subsequently came out on an LP, and Jihoon, you're one of the lucky few who have a test pressing made right off the original metal part, complete with the corrosion that causes some swishing, but still a worthwhile performance, and I'm so glad we got to hear it right off your nice, pristine copy of that. 
My name is Brian Wright. For those of you just joining us, welcome. If you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. I would welcome your comments, suggestions, any requests, anything in particular you'd like to hear. Maybe you just want to name a band or a favorite song and see what band or performer I might come up with. Or maybe it's just a genre that you would like to hear a little bit more of here on the program. Shellacstack at gmail.com. And today I'm out on the road. I'm in Ann Arbor, Michigan with my friend Jihoon Sok, and we're listening to records from his collection, some popular music selections on this program. And Jihoon, we've got some good jazz things up next. Yes, um, I'm going to start with this great record by King Oliver and his Creole jazz band, The Primal's Blues, the record which made history, uh, like uh, with like serendipity and of course you, you you know about the legends of i mean surrounding this record obviously uh this was originally well, tell us your favorite one <laughs> of course you know like uh the, the thing about you know the the shouting of play that thing in the middle after like uh, after a few bar, at the at the at the very end of this um like thing uh supposedly that was an accident but of course everybody started to copy it afterwards so um uh this was originally recorded in 1923 and was issued on Jean- uh, on the Jeanette records um but of course i am not in the position of like um buying i mean, buying originals because these things always um get premium prices especially in good condition what i got here is a 1940s reissue of um on the united hot clubs of america as a um like it's a reissue should be called by I think um, Milk Gabler uh, owned it, um, and um, like some people have problems with dubbings sometimes, but uh, like depending on which one you got, I think you know some of these things actually do play quite nicely and sometimes even better than much of the worn originals. So, and I often keep a lookout for those UHCA records because sometimes they use the original metal parts, especially when issuing from Columbia mm-hmm. and Victor, Victor, not not Victor, no, excuse me, no, no. Columbia. And okay, okay yeah. right. And I think even some Brunswick's may have been mm-hmm. pressed right off the original mm-hmm. metal parts. But for this one, they're using a dubbing. But it, it's as I recall, it sounds it's, pretty, it's good. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So let's listen to King Oliver and his Creole jazz band, 1923, Dipper Mouth Blues. Thank you. 
Okay, so that was Louis Armstrong knocking a jug. Um, wonderful, wonderful solo um, that he did in 1929. This is also one of the later reissues. I can't afford the originals, but um, yeah, that's my kind of like uh, collection, uh, collecting policies. I like um, whatever is jazz, classical, or whatever. Like original issues, original labels, they're pretty to look at, and you know, it's nice to have them, but you know, like for me, records are meant to be played. I don't like, you know. I mean, as long as it plays nicely, I mean, that's what I go for. So um, I don't mind collecting reissues. So Sure. Well, I, I, I often think how fortunate we are that in the late 1930s, there came along a group of collectors interested in early jazz, and it provided enough of a market that a lot of the major labels like Victor and Columbia and Decca went into the vaults and pulled out these hot jazz recordings of the late 1920s, which were then only 10 years old yep. or, or 12 years old, and they repressed them directly from the original metal parts. So often they're not dubs, but they're master pressings that yep. can and sound w- as good. As good as, or sometimes even better, depending right. on the surface quality. So. Right. So I love to find these, and they go for usually just a few dollars a piece in good shape, where so, original label I mean, issues... Same records, same exact <laughs> records, but... Um, might go for, for many hundreds yeah, of so, dollars. Yeah. So... Uh, this is is this from that Columbia set of yeah Columbia set Louis Armstrong um, Louis Armstrong and Red Label yeah we all hate Columbia Reds but you know like this is one of the few exceptions I would say so. oh well I guess I <laughs> I don't hate them oh yeah uh, I find a lot of good there things good, on yeah there are a lot of good stuff of course but yeah very nice and then before that it was King Oliver and his Creole Jazz Band one of the real classic jazz records from 1923. Dipper Mouth Blues, and his band also recorded that for Jeanette. Yes. Uh, actually, excuse me, that was the Jeanette, but they that also recorded it for the OK, OK label. Or Paramount even, but yeah, that's for another they do matter. that on yeah. Paramount also? Yeah. OK, wow. So, so it must have been a, a, a big hit for yeah, King Oliver. Um, maybe not as big a hit as we would like, because the records are hard to find. But. Yeah, definitely. But. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah. We have time, I think, June, for a couple more records on today's program. I see you've still got a few yeah. uh, sitting there, so... What are we going to hear next? Oh, I love this record, the next one. Um, it's uh, good old Paul Whiteman and his orchestra. Uh, there might be some people out there who will be screaming to, uh, for me to choose Paul Whiteman. but Oh, know. not me. No, I, oh, I love yeah, Pops. But this is a great, great record, um, like both in sound quality and the performance. Uh, it features not only... Um, you know, like the Rhythm Boys with, you know, Bing Crosby and everyone else. And of course, you know, our good friend Bix and, you know, like a bunch of others, you know, who who we are uh, all heard, uh, who, who we all heard in the uh, Gold Cat recording earlier. Um, they're all coming up here in this recording as well. The selection is That's My Weakness Now. And it's a beautiful, beautiful potato head blue shellac pressing. So... I am extremely oh, lucky to have this one. Royal blue Columbias are just so beautiful to and look at. And this is a mint copy, too. Mm. And we're going to follow that, I think you said, with something by Ray DaCosta, a favorite yeah. pianist of mine who came up out of South Africa and yeah, made her she, way to uh, She also died England. pretty young, unfortunately, but she made a lot of you know, great records. And this particular one is from German. Uh, it's a German pressing, of all things. Uh, one Minute to One, a great piano solo. Yeah, and she, she died of peritonitis, I think, and yeah. she wasn't that old, only in her mid-20s. 20s, 24, 25, or something like that. Right, she yeah. just had such amazing dexterity at the keyboard, which yeah, you will hear um, in this record. Like, no, I'm, I'm not particularly, I mean, particularly fond of her singing, though, but, you know, like, her piano playing was just great. But mm. anyway. Well, let's start with Paul Whiteman. I'm eager to spin this beautiful blue shellac Columbia record of That's My Weakness Now. 
Ray DaCosta at the piano, a selection called One Minute to One. That's about how much time we have left on this program. But Jihoon, <laughs> before we go, when was that recorded? This is uh, this was recorded in March 28, 1931. So the height of her career, I would say. Short hmm. career, I would say. And before that, Paul Whiteman and his orchestra, That's My Weakness Now. Well, the clock on the wall says it's time to go. And Jihoon, it's been a lot of fun this hour. I thank you so much for pulling these records off the shelf and sharing them with us. Thank you very much for uh, having me here again. I, like, I mean, even though like it took me hours to find, I mean, to pull these things out and try to make a uh, playlist. I mean, it's just like just a labor of love. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I certainly enjoyed listening. I hope our listeners did as well. And I hope we'll have you back on the show sometime. It would be fun to get together again I'm and glad to listen to more of your records. Anyway, that's all the time we have. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope we'll see you back here next time for more 78 RPM records on the Shellac Stack. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.